Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I can sing it. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Thank you, Noah, my producer in Arizona. Oh, guys, I missed you. It feels like forever since we finished out last week, and what a week it was. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to our first week. Andrew and I seriously were bummed out on Saturday when we didn't have a podcast to do, so... I hope you're having as much fun as we are. We're back for week two. So excited. Between you and me, I am not sleeping very much, and I'm okay with it. It's okay. I'm My skin doesn't look as good as it does when I sleep a lot. I, um, I'm not really thinking as clearly. Um, I think some people compare being... Um, Sleep like people have done studies, people, scientists. I think those are the ones that do studies <laughs> where <laughs> where like people drive tired and it's like the same or or with like sleep deprivation, it's the same as being drunk. 
And so I honestly feel like I'm just drinking again. That's I feel drunk all the time a little bit. That's not true, but kind of. I also only have one contact in. And sometimes I just take one contact out just to feel a little drunk because it's been so long. That's also not true. Is the other one an acetone? Oh, my God. <laughs> We've gotten so much feedback about that story. Really? I just want to tell you. Please. It's our email, the Nikki Glazer podcast at gmail.com. Were people horrified and were people like, you need to do this? I just want to no. let everyone know it was like 10 or 12 years ago, so my eyes are fine. But what did they say? A lot of people are just grateful that you didn't go blind. Oh, that's really sweet. It's always it. It could happen at any moment, you know. Like I watched the the that song that's uh, movie the the Sound of Metal, where the drummer loses his hearing. Guys, appreciate the senses that you have. And to anyone who is deaf out there, how are you listening to this right now? I guess podcasts can be transcribed, and there's tons of transcription services. So shout out to everyone who's reading this right now who is deaf. I'm talking directly to you. Um, no, it's like I I really, it made me appreciate my sight when that happened. Um, one of my biggest fears of getting COVID was losing my sense of smell or taste. I mean, that that really was my biggest fear with COVID, you know, aside from giving it to someone because I just, I don't get the flu. I've never gotten the flu. I don't really get sick that often. Knock on, knock on wood, knock on wood. I'm not superstitious except when that with that. Well, I guess I am. Um, and so I wasn't really scared of like dying from COVID. And I know maybe that's an irrational fear. Please don't write into the show and tell me why I should be scared. I, I honestly tried everything not to get it. But I just really didn't want to lose my sense of smell or taste. And people that lost it and it, it hasn't come back in the right way or in a different way, that scared me so much. Um, I love tasting things way too much and smell is also very important to me, even though I don't like, I just started wearing perfume, like Paris Hilton got me into perfume brag. I'm like friends with her now or whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, when I did a show with her, that's coming out at some point in the summer, I think, um, back in December, I, I went to Paris's house and shot a little, not a little thing, a long thing. And she, at one point in the middle of, in between takes, she like doused herself in this perfume and it smelled so good. And I was like, what is that? And she was like, it's my, it's my new perfume, um, objectify. No, that's not what it's called. That's so funny. I literally just thought I wasn't even trying to be funny. That is what I thought it was called. Um, I forget the name of it. Fuck. I wish I could go. I'll, I'll find it between segments. So girls wondering. But the thing was, I love that Paris Hilton's wearing her own perfume that is not the most expensive perfume. And you just think that someone, I hate when celebrities make products or endorse products that they clearly do not wear themselves. And uh, she's clearly not one of those people. Like Jennifer Aniston, I did a joke about it on Conan. Jennifer Aniston using Aveeno products. I was like, she wouldn't wash her asshole with Avino face wash, let alone put it on her face. You know, like these people are lying to you. Katy Perry and Halle Berry don't use CoverGirl. Like, wake up, you know? But Paris Hilton really does use her own perfume and it smells so good. So I, she gave me a bunch of stuff and I like wear it all the time. And the other day, a guy, um, we were like walking to set and a guy was like, you smell fantastic. And I was like, 
it just like felt so good. You know, I wasn't even anywhere close to him and it just felt so good. No one ever says that, you know, sometimes I have a shampoo, I guess. Unless someone's really getting in there, I never get smell compliments and it just felt nice. Noah, do you wear a perfume? I very rarely do I wear perfume. I don't like artificial scents. I just like regular BO. Um, for yourself? Um, I guess like... You like BO I, for yourself? No, no, no. Not on me. I like the like muskiness of men. I do like a light flowery perfume on women, but just when it's overbearing, it just makes me nauseous. Yes. I, I, um, I believe I talked about it with you on our last show, but I agree with you. I love perfume. I, I just, I question my own taste so much that I can only wear perfume that other women have deemed okay to wear because mm. I don't trust that. But now that I like myself more and have, I honestly like, I just am who I am. I've accepted it a lot more. If I like a smell, I don't care if other girls don't, you know, like, but I used to just base every base my smells and my outfits and like everything off of like, Oh, she thinks it's cool. I'll wear it or whatever. And now it's kind of starts from within, but I, um, I, yeah, I love, I love that, uh, Paris Hilton, I'll get the fragrance to let you know, because sometimes girls do need help. Sometimes we don't know what smells good. And this one's like a sexy, good smell. I do know that, um, there's one, there's one perfume that's very expensive that my friend Carlisle Forrester, who is like, has the best taste in like sexy Sexy. things oh yeah right she's super sexy she like knows what turns men on like everything she does turns men on she could like fart and guys would get down on one knee to not only propose but get a whiff of that sweet sweet (laughs) fart it comes from an honest place she's like an honest sexy it it doesn't seem like she's trying you know some yeah some people just are some women just are she just is in uh bond Fuck, The Scent of Peace is the name of it, and it's by Bond something. It's a perfume that costs, like, I think $250. I think I got it for her for her birthday because she was like, I can never afford it, but, like, I love it so much. Yes, and I got it for her, and I, I fucked her after I did – well, I, I had to fuck the girl at the, the testing counter because that's how hot this, <laughs> this fragrance is. I went down on her at the testing counter um, because that's – guys go gaga for the scent, too. I don't know why I haven't bought it, but I, I'm sticking to my pair of scent. I think someone's banging on my door, or maybe it's Andrew doing he's prob- a workout he's upstairs. He's probably banging on your door to let you know he has a story in his news segment coming up about smells. Isn't that so Oh, funny? my God. No way. Yeah. That's so um, uh, not ironic, but um, coincidental. Yeah. yeah kismet. I, I, I don't know if it's that. I want to just say, though, that um, one of my listeners and my one of my new best friends, I have a lot of best friends, Noah. You're one of them. Andrew's one of them. People always go, you can't have a bunch of best friends. The word best, you know, th- makes that impossible to have multiples. But I do. I have top shelf best friends. And I add new ones to it all the time. And you can be taken off the shelf, but it's rare that that happens. And I might not talk to you for a couple months or maybe even years, but you're still up there. Wherever we talk, we can get right back at it. And it happens instantly, almost instantly when I meet someone. You know, when I met Andrew, it was within a couple minutes that he told me that he got an AIDS test uh, before he ever had sex because he fingered a girl and he bites his fingernails. And that to me, someone who was that honest right out of the gate, I was just like, I need you in my life. Like, that's what I need. And um, 
and I'll extend that to so many people I've met on this show, the secret show that I can't talk about yet. I am having the time of my life. I've made so many friendships that maybe I'm delusional and I think that they'll continue into the future after we wrap here on the Cayman Islands. Um, Because there are a lot of people on this show that do these things all the time where they go on location and they just work with different people, you know, like four times a year they're on these big shows or movies and you like, it's like summer camp and then you all split up and you don't see each other maybe again until the next time or most likely for a couple of years when you randomly get on the same show again. And I don't, I'm going to try to keep up my friendships because I feel like I've made the best ones, especially with my hair and makeup team and my wardrobe team um, because they're constantly with me. And one of them, um, I posted about on Instagram, uh, Robin Diamond. It is her birthday today. She's my hair and makeup girl, and she does both so well, even though usually you're either good at one or the other, even if you do them both. And she's just someone who's like so nice and kind and funny and just instantly, I'm a little bit gay for her, I gotta be honest. Um, I She's one of those people that exudes sexiness too. She makes me feel very comfortable. She, last night, she, I was in shoes last night, these uncomfortable shoes that look so hot, like so worth it. I'm, I'm one of these women who like, doesn't really understand why girls wear heels until I put them on. And I'm like, okay, so hot. I was in them standing for three hours in place, one place, not walking around standing, which is almost worse than walking three hours in, in these heels. Not to mention I had had two other shoots that day in different heels, but these heels were especially brutal and my toes went numb. My toes are numb today, but this girl, when I finally was able to like relax a little bit, she was pulling my bunion and like torturing it, which is all I've ever wanted was someone to just twist it and yank it. And she loves feet. She likes the smell of feet. She's like a foot freak. I don't even get it. It's not even a sexual thing. She just loves feet. So I think I found my life partner. Um, It's her birthday today. She uh, is very special to me. Shout out to her. I also am giving this as a present to her because I don't have time to go actually shop for a present. And I don't, there's no like stores in town that I know about. Like Caymans don't have, she knows all the stores and what they have. And if she wanted it, she would already have it. There's like, it's seriously, you're like in a resort here where it's like one shop. Um, So I'm going to write her a nice note. That's what I usually do for my friends on their birthdays is I write them like a long letter telling them how I feel about them. Um, But with that being said, like I, yesterday was really, you know, we're halfway through this show. People are tired. People are feeling stressed at times. People are feeling like, you know, like even though we're having the best time, I'm having the best time of my goddamn life, like the best. This is the best time I've ever had. Last time I had this much fun was Dancing with the Stars, even though everyone knows that was a very tumultuous time for me. I still loved it so much. I love making a TV show in this intense like bubble of a world. It's all I want to do in life. I truly love it. And, but it's, tensions were everyone was PMSing yesterday in my in my little nest of women in my room and so I had all of us join hands in a trust circle and it seemed stupid but I led us in a like a prayer including Andrew too these women and then Andrew about just how you know when we feel like when we're angry about feeling like we're people don't appreciate us or people are mad at us or I didn't do this thing and they think I did this thing and all this stuff. It's like, 
just know who you are. Know your intentions. You cannot control other people's. Please let it go. Don't try to change it. Don't try to correct people and let them know the real you. You know the real you. I know the real you. Let's just accept that in situations that are high stress, fault and tension is going to fall on other people because it's too hard to accept it yourself. So people who aren't working on themselves, it tends to go outward. Even people that are working on themselves, you blame other people. You know, it's like, fuck, my phone is broken. And you like throw it. And it's like, it's not about your phone. You know, like we all do this. But I just had a good, nice pep talk. And I mean, obviously, I don't think it did anything, but it was just just so nice to be with a group of people that I've only known less than a month. And we can all join hands and say, I love you. And like hug and kiss and um, and then like just all go down on each other in a circle. And I don't know why I keep saying that Andrew wasn't there for that part. Um, I can't wait to get Andrew in here and talk to him. He is rearing to go today. We both are. We missed this so much. Noah, did you miss it? Of course I did. I was so confused Ugh. about what day it was. I was just like lost. I was just, I felt like I was just spinning in a circle. I can't believe people do weekly podcasts. Like I, I don't want that kind of podcast and I won't settle for that kind of podcast. I need a daily podcast and we're back today. It's Monday. Andrew Collin is coming up next. Can't wait. Stay here. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC 
was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Uh, and we're back. Andrew Collin is here with us. Hey, Andrew. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. How'd you sleep last night, buddy? I, I've already talked to you this morning, but I did not ask you how you slept, even though I wanted to. I go, listen, save it for the bot. How'd you sleep? I slept well. Uh, it was one of those sleeps. It was a long day yesterday. I don't know if you spoke about it because I come it into was a dark. Long day. Long day. And I always uh, feel. Yeah, kind- Andrew's. Working on my show now. Yeah, so I I help write for you, and then I also help uh, bring you tea or coffee. Wrongly, Um, too, I might add. How so? Incorrectly. How so? You you gave me a black coffee yesterday with Stevia in it, and I was just like, nah, what the hell is this shit? Okay, first of all, you you put Stevia in everything. In everything. How dare me go and make you a coffee? Stevia only in coffee with milk in it i would never have it with black with stevia stevia is a thing that is uh only it's best like i don't want things sweetened that are just like watery and black coffee's watery so i need like a milk in it to make it sweetened otherwise i just want black coffee plain and simple i mean i now obviously you know. should now know you that. know now you, you know. sound like such now a diva you know, you know i know i'm trying to you know you sound like a diva People are gonna. Write, people have written me and said you're really mean to Andrew, and I'm like, well, learn. You don't know how <laughs> much better I've gotten, and it, a little of it said tongue in cheek, but that's because I'm trying to tell him with my tongue in my cheek to like leave the room. I chew my tongue I in go, my cheek. 
Yeah. You chew your skin inside your mouth at all? No. Never once? No. That's all I do. I, I bite mean, unless in there. I have like a loose piece and I try to grab it, but n- I mean, I that that hasn't happened for a while. You're what are you chewing on? I don't know. There's some. I don't know what's inside my mouth, but I'm chewing it. You have a lot of habits like that. Um, I've been biting my nails like crazy, dude. Lately. It's like, uh, and I'm trying to break you of it. I don't. I just don't. I don't know the approach, Noah. I. Andrew? Well, the approach is I can handle it. I'm a grown man. I'm 40. You could have, I don't need to be told every time I'm biting my nails. You so. don't, but like uh, my... Okay, keep keep talking. But it's I'm your to- thing. It's your OCD thing with me. You like you put your things onto me. And so if I'm biting my nails... You're right. It's my thing that I don't... Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to look out for you and I want you to look professional. This is not a man... This that, picture. That photo that's is very embarrassing that you're showing Noah right now. Yes, this is what you look like when you do it, Andrew. I'm trying. You need to see it. It's like, it's like <laughs> we need to. I mean, we need to know one, what that- it looks like. Sometimes we don't know what we look like when we're doing our anxious tick. And I'm, I'm, I do it too, man. Like I just want you to not be chewing on your. It just, you know, gives. It, it makes. It gives. Okay, I'm not used to being in a professional setting, and I get it. If I'm chewing on my nails and I'm looking like I'm eating my hand. <laughs> his whole hand is in his mouth. Noah, I mean, did you see that picture, Noah? I don't understand if I'm chewing on my nails why my knuckles are also in my mouth. That's what I'm wondering. It looks like you're trying to eat your entire hand. It's so hard. I'm getting so much anxiety I, just from seeing that. I, what'd you say? I'm getting so much anxiety from it, looking it, at that That's what I'm photo. saying. Like, it just I feel worried. It, it, it projects someone that i know you aren't i mean you i know we all struggle with anxiety but it's as if you're constantly telling everyone in the room that's with you that i don't feel like i belong here and or i i am nervous about this it just i want you are someone who is so good at what you do i want you to project an air of i belong here and i'm supposed to be here and this isn't making me nervous i'm good enough you know and I, I am asking you right now, when you are biting your hand, do you want me to just go, like, gently just, like, tap you and not make a big deal of it, but just go, hey, like that? No, I think I'm just in a in a situation where, like, I wasn't expecting to write on this show or be involved or be in some kind of, uh, what's it called, a control room. So it's all very foreign to me. I'm not in the control room with you, and so none of the times I've called you out have been in the control room. No, no, but I'm telling you why. I, that picture oh, that we just saw was from the control room picture. that was taken by one of the producers. That picture. The picture. Picture. Yes, the picture. <laughs> now I'm starting to bite my nails because I wonder where it's coming from. Maybe someone correcting me saying picture. I know. I I'm, I don't help. I, I, I'm very aware that I probably... You're like, don't bite your nails. Also, don't say picture like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I criticize you so much. I I really am just trying to. No, I get it. I'm not. I'm correct the things in myself. I don't like. I'm tongue and cheeking right now, but um, to a point. But no, no. My point is, is like, so I think I drink a lot of coffee to stay up, and I'm kind of, you know, I, you know, I had something to complain about. But it's like, uh, you asked how I slept. I was very tired, but I don't want to say I'm tired because. You're working a thousand times harder than me on this show, but you're also time might be going faster for you because you're doing something. There is something to like yeah. waiting on someone else yeah. to be performing on camera yeah. where it's like, what do I do like with my crazy brain that just needs to like 
do something. So then I just start biting my nails in a control Let's room. get you something else. I, I really think maybe a fidget spinner, just some kind of ball. Like when you had that stress ball for a while, you were just I really started biting that. It. Yeah. Oh, God damn, damn it. it. I knew you were going to beat me to it. So I just cut to the ch- I was going to have a little bit of a longer intro to that joke, but I knew you were on it. So I was like, I got to get it out. <laughs> oh man. No, but you really, um, I remember I'm going to get you something. I'm going to look into this because I do not think you should be chewing your nails down anymore because it leads, it's just, just, it's not nice to your nails. I want you to be nice to your body. I do the same thing. Like you saw me picking my, um, I had a elbow dry skin. elbow and it had like skin on it that was just so satisfying to pick off. And Andrew was like, stop. And I was like, and I said to him, Andrew, I'm not done. And I will let you know when I'm done. And I was able to go. You can say that to me too about your nails. Like I want this piece of skin. I need to get it. I understand that urgency. Everyone listening understands the urgency to like finish your anxiety uh, you know, I mean, I wonder when biting my nails started. Like everyone, I'm sure has like a start point. It's probably like my parents' divorce or whatever. Yeah. And it's a weird thing. Like we're Are they animals. Not divorced we're yet? Fu- Why, when are you going to be done? Has yeah. the divorce not <laughs> when they start to get along finally again. <laughs> when they get back together, oh my God. I'll stop biting my nails in the ground. There's a strong chance, but I, uh, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, there is a strong chance because everyone dies. Uh, yeah, don't everyone forget. does die, but sooner than like. But anyway, so yeah, so, uh, it just shows that we're like fucking animal. Like I'm a human being. I should be able to go. Don't eat your own. Like a dog. Yeah, when you do it, you really own, like, don't know that you're doing it. Like every time I catch you, you like. But I, but I relate to that so much. There's so many nerve attacks. <laughs> I used to pick my skin on my face. Cr- like I had open would you sore yeah. on my face, and I would bleed. I would go on stage. I couldn't help myself. I would be in the wings waiting to go on stage, and there would be a piece of skin on like a scab because I used to have terrible skin because I wasn't eating enough, and I was just it was. And I would pick it, and it would start bleeding, and I would have blood. <laughs> gushing out of my face as I walked on stage and was like, hey, everyone, like, I understand picking, and there are a lot of listeners out there who have either trichotillomania, which is where you pull out your hair, or you uh, you pick What is that, skin. a wrestling match? Yeah, trichotillomania. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anything about wrestling to like, make a joke about... You know. Of, yeah, I know. Yeah. I wanted to make like an extended joke about <laughs> yeah, it. I know. I was trying to think. Of I was trying to think of like you know it's not real. What? Like, re- yeah, like, yeah, it's not yeah, real yeah, 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 yeah. It's all it's all set up. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have no free will, so you're just picking your face. You don't have. I mean, I was. I used to pick my face. I, you know, I have tons of dis- when I ch- I chug things out of anxiety. I eat fast out of anxiety. <laughs> if I was, if I saw a videotape of myself, I mean, sometimes I'm on set, like on camera. And like when I do to tell the truth that show on ABC, there will be times I'm watching it and I'm like, Glazer, you're on TV. Like my face will drop. There will be this like naturalness that comes out where I'm like, you forget you're on TV and you're doing something that's like a nervous thing where I'm like either talking to myself or like my eyes are darting around. And it's like, we all do these things that if we saw, we'd be like, oh my God, I I look like that when I'm doing that. So I just... I just don't want you to have to gnaw on your skin anymore. No, I'm, I'm going to try not to gnaw. Look, the first time we met, if I never gnawed, I wouldn't be here today. Because I gnawed when I was 15. Yeah. And I fingered a girl, and I thought I got AIDS from it, so I got I an AIDS test. I just told that story. Yep, yep. So I guess... That's so true. In a way, if I never gnawed, I'd never be here. So there's a positive there. Gnaw. There's a, so, gnaw. Gnawlins. Gnawlins. Uh, how did you sleep in the last minute Wait, of so this Wait, so did you sleep well? 
I did sleep well because I was very, I was exhausted. I, I'm also like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I did not. I, I slept well when I finally got to sleep, but um, I just have so much adrenaline being here, just like m- making the show and meeting all these people and just like wanting to like, I don't sleep. I Sometimes I'm like, but there's better things to do. Like there's, there, there's hang, like it's better to hang out. And, and that may, leads me to losing my voice because I'm just like, I just want to hang out and talk and, but and I so, love hearing that from you because you have said before, like, I just want to get back to my sleep because what's happening in my sleep is more exciting than what's happening yeah, in my life. Yeah, sleep for me is like a what I do when I'm depressed. I just want to go back into that world. Thanks for pointing that out. That's a really good point. Like My life now is better than you really do because that's an interesting thing. When I'm depressed, all I want to do is sleep because it's an escape from the hell that is waking hours of wanting to die every second or like wanting... Or of being feeling not good enough and just not being able to escape it and wanting to have something like being able to chew off my hand that could soothe me and I just don't have that anymore because my skin's so perfect so there's like nothing to pick. Just kidding. I got a zit um, yeah, yesterday. I, I thought, it, yeah. What you thought? What Might you thought it was herbs. a cold sore? Yeah. No, look at that. That's a zit. No, and I a- got it. I, I get it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yesterday, my makeup artist in front of everyone, I go, I got a z- I got my first blemish, everyone. I was making a joke. And she goes, oh, it's herpes. She was like, Nick, it's definitely herpes. She was joking, but she's like, didn't have a tone of joking. And I go, can you please like say that's a joke? Because I don't, first of all, there's nothing wrong with having herpes. Nothing. But I do not have it. And I probably have some version of it because I think I've had a cold sore when I was like, you know, 15 years ago, I think I had yeah, one. Yeah, after you sucked that guy's dick? No, I mean, yes, I had sucked dicks before, <laughs> but like, I don't, I've never had a herpes outbreak. But that being said, probably going to get it eventually. Not scared of it. Whatever. If you have it, no, no, no uh, judgment. If I did have herpes, I honestly would probably talk about it and be like, I'm having a herpes outbreak. I literally don't judge that, but it wasn't. And so I was like, can you please? Because I'm trying to, you know, get laid. Yeah. So I don't want, her screaming to the entire crew and cat everyone that you know I have herpes, yeah. even if it's as a joke, because jokes we all know come from a place of lies. Uh, yeah, exactly. Trigger mania. Trickle. Trigger mania. Tickle mania. Tickle me, Elmo. Triggered mania. Um. <laughs> all right, let's get to the news. Let's do it. Are you ready for it? Yeah. I'm. I'm ready. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. What are the headlines this morning? Oh, man, we got some great headlines. Yeah. And, uh, I'd love to share them with you if I could just pull them up real quick. You know, I used to go through the headlines that we'd compile and, and think about and, and pick out the ones I wanted. And now I'm really enjoying something that came from my laziness of not wanting, not having time to look them over and just allowing you to pick them has now led to it's more fun for me to like find out stuff. And I do read so much news that most of the time I know the story. Also, there's such a relief to hearing you say that because a lot of times I'm afraid that I'm picking the wrong thing because you are usually so um, specific and particular of what you like to the point where it 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 can be paralyzing for me. Just uh, gnaw on that hand and get through it. Let's do it. I have nothing to gnaw <laughs> left. Okay, well. Let- <laughs> he is literally holding up his phone with two stomps, bleeding stomps. Dude, Noah's thinking. What if you literally lost both of your arms in some kind of horrific car accident? What would you start chewing on? Um, Toes? 
I'm not flexible enough. I have chewed. I have chewed on my toes before when I was a kid. <laughs> I uh, I bit my big. I love your honesty, Andrew. Thank you so much for always being you. But I did. I think you're welcome. But I I used to. But it's not. It doesn't bring me the happiness. I think my feet yeah. are just too far away from my brain. Yeah. And it doesn't connect <laughs> like my hands. They're too hard to get to. I get it. I mean, it's wild to bite your toes. I'll compare it to being on top during sex. I can't enjoy it as much because I'm doing too much work. Whereas your hand is right there. It's like being on bottom and it just is, you can just get it easier and you can enjoy the taste of your hand better than you can enjoy the taste of your foot. Because if you're eating your foot, you're like actually, you're straining muscles that oh, for sure. take a lot of yeah, effort. You for know? sure. Especially with my hips. Thing. Yeah. Um, so okay, so let's get into the news. The first story here. I hope, first of all, I hope everyone's having a great time out oh, there. God, oh, this this I did this. You trying to win them over before you do news, which is not even like what are you trying to? What? <laughs> I so hope fun. everyone's having swells. <laughs> <laughs> swells. What does that mean? Swell time. Shorten oh my up. God! I hope you guys are having swells. I have swells out there, boys. Swells out and girls. And uh, yeah, so the study finds that smelling like an old person is a thing and has nothing to do with your hygiene. That not that reassuring for you to know? Well, it's funny because it starts at 40. That's what the study says, that you have, um, okay, I mean. I thought it was mothballs. I thought old people just love mothballs. What are mothballs? I they never looked into this. They prevent moths from eating your clothing. I guess they um, make moths, like, sickened, and so... They, Does that you still put them happen? in your. Is this like an eighteen? This seems I know like it a, feels like a like Great Depression like pest situation. Yeah, who's dealing with moths? I don't. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's so true. I I don't know. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about the smell thing. The change yeah, in smell can be because of a chemical compound called two nonenol. Which well, I don't like, like that last part. Yeah, <laughs> there goes. Because as a lady who likes a little, you know, <laughs> I don't want to hear about non-anal. <laughs> Two non-anal isn't water soluble, so can't be scrubbed off the skin when you wash. Mm. It's caused by omega seven fatty acids. Can it be bitten off the skin huh? as you? Look, gnaw? I try, but my hands don't smell, but the rest of my body sure does. It caused. By omega seven, I didn't even know it went I up to seven. I love people smell. I do too. It me, reminds me of my grandma and mm -hmm. like her, like rubbing my back and laying on her lap and her drawing like animals on my back and me trying to guess what the animal is. Dude, I have the same memory of my grandpa. He used to uh, blow same? me. Oh my god! <laughs> but blow he you smells with, as an animal. Top of his head you had to so guess good. what kind of animal he was blowing you as. It was always a giraffe. <laughs> he was taller than me. Um, Deep throat. <laughs> he definitely didn't need all that neck. No, it was a short neck giraffe. <laughs> a short neck giraffe wouldn't even joke on my dick. That'd be somebody as a little child. You're like, is it a short neck giraffe? <laughs> He's like, you got it right, Andrew. I was like, Grandpa oh, I'm Marvin, so sorry you're the best. To your grandpa. He's probably rolling in his fucking in the deep. Urn. Oh. Um, Omega-7 fat. Did you know it even goes up to 7? Fatty acids breaking sure. down on the skin due to oxygen. Oh, wow. That's yeah, a don't word. Even, don't even try no, it. We, we don't need it. skipping over it. Yeah. Uh, I'm skipping over that sentence, too. There's a lot of sentences I can't. So what I'm learning is that My dad's a doctor that can say huge words. I can't say any of these words. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So your skin, 
essentially has breaking down and you I can't get it. do anything So it's just an unavoidable it. smell, the old person smell. I um I just I don't mind it. You know, like the things that happen when you get older, when you really get older, you know, like I I, I was the huge talking point of my next special is going to be aging as a woman and how like being uh, unfuckable is an inevitability if you live long enough. There are lots of inevitabilities. Everyone's trying to always women especially are trying to stay like attractive to men to like because men rule the world and them wanting to fuck you gives you more power and freedom and safety and all the things that we want as women. At least that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. And so women want to stay attractive to get love. And But it's inevitable. You're going, to, if you live to be 90, there's no way you're going to be 90 and be hot. So Tell just that to my grandma in. Shirley who's know. fucking all the well, time. Well, listen, it doesn't mean you're not going to fuck, but it just means that like most men will not desire your body your expectations have to be different the older you get you and and the thing is it just seems to be that way there are so few women that are elderly that you think are trying to be someone other than themselves you just accept it eventually which is such a godsend as you do your weird uh old woman smell and by the way if you want to avoid that old woman smell i found the perfume that i was talking about and it's called electrify by paris hilton it's my favorite scent it's the only one i wear um, I thought it was called Objectify, which I think is going to be my scent when I'd finally release one. Um, but it's called Electrify by Paris Hilton, uh, just uh, to follow up on that. Next story. It is interesting, though, just to go back to that point. Like, when my mom got divorced from my dad and she was, like, 50. Yeah. The only If you're, like, in kind of a smallish town, the only guys you can date are, like... 75 that would date a 50 year old yeah, at this and point and as, it's as like a 36 year old like i st- my pool also is like a decade older than me it's just the way it is it just becomes that i mean you're dating a girl who's a decade younger than you decade and a half younger than you yeah and i mean my pool my pool's only getting bigger though for some reason i don't know what's going yeah. on a tiktok couple gives a new meaning to puppy love jenna phillips what did that mean is Your a pool's only getting bigger pers- Jenny Jenna Phillips is a puppy impersonator with over 100,000 TikTok followers. Her boyfriend, Lorenzo, accepts her love language of being a puppy and loving praise in this way. She loves to hear you're a good girl and good job. The 21-year-old has turned pretending to be a puppy into her main source of income through OnlyFans and quit her career as an optician. Okay. I love this story. Girl, do you. <laughs> do you. I love a girl that, okay, I'm seeing a video of it right now. Noah, please play it. Hold on, my app is up. One second. Do you think this okay. sets back? Uh, this is very hot. Does this set back women, though, at all? No. Do you feel like? No, it actually empowers them. She's just, she's being weird and she's doing what she likes to do. He's putting a chain around her neck. She is sitting in a dog bed uh, talking. She's very beautiful. And now she's doing an interview from her dog bed in her cage. Listen, women love this stuff. I, I in particular, a lot of the porn I watch is women in cages with leashes on. Like, exactly this. There's nothing different about this except that he's actually, she's like maybe barking and stuff. But I really like men and, and good girl. I mean, Carla Forster, who I name dropped before, she gave me a joke because we always talk about how when guys say good girl in bed, which men, if you're listening, and a girl does something that's, I mean, I'm literally getting aroused right now thinking about a guy saying good girl after you do something whorish. Can you it's get the, off the hottest couch? thing ever. I can't. I spelled a, I spilled a Zevia on it, and so I'm sitting on a towel already. Sure, that's um, what it is. So I'm, yeah, right. Um, 
But yeah, the whole. But Carlisle said one time she was walking down the street and she saw a guy walking his dog. And after the dog took a shit, he said, "Good girl." And she literally got aroused. And it was so funny that uh, it's a line in my act now. I, I, I. She gave that joke to me because that's exactly it. I mean, that's just taking the stuff I'm already into to the next level. And I don't want to be treated like a dog, but I do like being kind of like. I think the 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 slave kink is very hot and um i'm not opposed to it i think owning any thing like she owns the fact that she's a puppy she's not like half-assing she's her. a puppy yeah Literally. but like but there's there's power in being submissive i guess you could i wonder say. if she pees like a male dog or a female dog like does she lift her leg or does she do the female squat Thing. Yeah, um, you know? I I haven't looked into it. I'm sure that's probably behind the paywall. What would you think if a girl <laughs> you were dating was into something like this? I mean, I did hook up with that girl from Craigslist that acted as a cat. That oh my one god, time. that is so pertinent to this conversation. Please share that. Well, I met a girl off Craigslist. This is kind of before Tinder, so I didn't have many. My pool was uh, small. Yeah, that pool you keep talking about. Yeah, so it was a p- smaller pool. Um, and I uh. I met her in like the casual encounters area. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what she looked like. I showed up and when I opened the door, she was dressed as a cat. Did she warn you that that was going to be the case? I had no idea. Did you and see it a picture Halloween, of her before? Huh? Did you see a picture of her before? No. I went in blind. Went in what? I was wild. Dude. I should have just jerked off. I was so horny. It was a low point in my life. I just lost all my money. I was just very sad. Yeah. So I went to look for love in all the wrong places. And I went in and she was crawl. She was on her knees already. And um, she was... Did you laugh? Did you go, what is this? I mean, like, what is... Um, I don't know. I just... I wanted to leave, but... You know, it was, uh, I wanted to be nice too, in a way. Yeah. I don't, it's weird. Okay. So, did you have sex with her? She just blew me. And when I went to um, touch her cat uh, vagina, she. Pussy, pussy. Her pussy, pussy. She said, wow, no. You know? No, she didn't. Uh, no, no. But she was, she didn't let me finger her. You didn't go, why are you wearing cat ears and acting like a cat? You didn't like ask that? No, I can't. There's so much more to unpack here, but we've got to keep going. Okay. I, I am fascinated by casual encounters when people just hook up the hookup culture. I've never done it where like you meet someone online, you show up. I'm fascinated by like when you open the door, do you go, do you just start making out or do you like pretend to have small talk? Do you like, oh, do you so pet her was, yeah. for a little bit? Do you scratch behind her ears? Do you have to like coax her? Do you get some catnip? Well, we played with a laser pointer for a while. Yeah. Okay. That's and, fun. Uh, yeah. She was having fun with that. You always bring that anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's to point out their flaw areas before you bang them look someone's got to yeah i mean uh i you're honest (laughs) i no the thing is is like i'm not it sucks when someone's like oh i overdosed from cocaine and then they're like well no i i don't do coke that much but like i i didn't find myself fucking a cat ever in my life like it was like a it was, it was a, a very, low, it was a it bottom. Was, yeah, you've done things for sex that are wild, and I think you maybe have a compulsive sex urge sometimes to quell your anxieties. When yes, you, sure. And so, but I guess when I came, very relatable. The girl started talking about real estate after, but oh. she was still dressed as a cat. Yeah, she's looking for a new scratching post. But I was in real estate then. Oh yeah. And so she was like, "So you do real estate?" And I was like, "You're." You're a cat. Like, I'm not, right. I can't do deals with a cat. Um, I know how you don't like cats. We have a stray cat on the island outside in our um Because it reminds complex. me of real estate. Reminds you of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this cat comes into our 
apartment sometimes and Andrew freaks out and it's so gentle. I just don't even understand your fear of it. But now now it all makes sense. It's a fair, Next I, story. You would think it's feral. I mean, the, 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 the cat has the eyes of the devil. Right. All right, next story. I hope everyone's still doing great. Um, oh, wait. We have to get to Why Do I Care? Oh, why do I care? Why do you care, Nikki? Wait, let's listen to the new stinger. Oh. Why do I care? Why do I care? Andrew, what's the story for Why Do I Care? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. We're going to figure out if you do or not. But Lady Gaga's boyfriend, Michael Polanski, mm-hmm. apparently sent her all the flowers in Rome for her 35th birthday. That seems like it will impact climate change. <laughs> he uprooted every flower. Yeah, every single flower. Are you saying? Are you? Is that? Oh, so he sent her a giant basket of flowers. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was a joke. I thought he literally tried to get all the flowers. No, I mean the basket's gigantic. She's hugging a giant basket of flowers. There's a picture of her. Her butt looks amazing. That's how she described it on Instagram. Oh, got it. Okay, thank you for clarifying that, Andrew. Do a better job next um, time. So she's hugging this <laughs> thing of flowers. She I, has a great butt. I'll t- tell you that. I did research on this guy, by the way. Yeah. And it made me think of you and like what you're looking for in a in a lover slash boyfriend. What what am I? Tell me what I'm looking for. Um slash dog owner. Uh this guy. I did a good girl. Yes, you did. Who's a good girl? Oh, sit. Who's a good girl? Come. Suck my penis. Just yeah. The only trick I know is come. (laughs) Yeah. Come by yourself with five different apparatuses. (laughs) Good girl. So uh, Michael Polanski works with Sean Parker, who's from Facebook, the guy from Napster. Remember uh, him? Uh-huh. So yeah. He's, uh, the, the, the one where uh, Justin Timberlake plays him in uh, a social network and he sits across the table and he says, listen, he says like, what, what's he, what's the quote from that trailer? Something like, about like, like a million dollars. You know what's cool? A million. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, a million dollars? That's cool. What's cool? Oh, I forget the yeah, line. Yeah, you know what's cooler? A billion dollars. A hundred billion dollars. By the way, shout out to anyone who used to listen to my old podcast. K is bringing, we're bringing back K. For those of you who don't know, K is when something, when someone does something to be cool and they're trying to be cool, you say very judgmentally okay so go on so michael polanski works with sean parker he um he runs the cancer research charity Mm. so he make he gets paid millions of dollars to run a charity he's graduated from harvard so he's very smart he's outside the entertainment business however he's very rich that's what i'm looking for what are you what are you no i'm saying though that's what you want me can i can i finish He's on sure. Instagram and he only has two pictures up and they're both of his nieces. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. He he never gets tagged in photos. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about celebrity. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and she fell for him, but he has a lot of money. So and he cares about her and he and he does everything for her like taking all the flowers out so now all the bees are dead in Rome. Yeah. Um okay, I hear you. I don't know that I want uh, I do want uh, all the last parts of the thing. He cares about her and all that stuff. But, um, and the rich part, I don't need that. But the rich uh, you part, you know, will I make do want a bunker re- though. But the rich part, will, can't afford a bunker yet. The rich part, then they're not. Trying he's to, on your level. He doesn't care about your money. He doesn't care about your success. No, yeah. I mean, I want a guy who's not like broke, but like, yeah, if, if I, if I sensed a guy was with me and I was paying for a lot of stuff, I would not, that would not work. There's just no way that would even get in. I've never had, I've never been with someone who was mooching off me until now with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're going to be richer than me someday. I just know it. Oh God. <laughs> he's too-
doing his hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I remember watching the um, the uh, documentary. What was the one that everyone watched over the uh, over quarantine about um, Tiger King? The social dilemma. Oh, and there were all these guys that were like, uh, you know, whistleblowers for these social media companies about how they're you know harvesting our data and using it against us and. I forget which friend I had. She goes, I could totally see you with, oh, Sarah Lena. She goes, Nikki, I was watching that because I was like, th- I was looking up these guys to see if they were single because some of them were like so hot and they're like just so brave, but also like so rich. And um, it's easy to be brave when you're rich. Yeah, but well, not no, because a lot of these guys threw their uh, high paying jobs under the bus. And there are so many guys that are so rich that never, never call out the bad behaviors that they are witnessing every day to get rich because greed is so insatiable and it's never enough. Billionaires, I'm serious. Money is an addiction. And these guys that put it all on the line to be a whistleblower are so hot. So my friend Sarah Lena goes, oh my God, I could totally see you with a tech tech whistleblower. And I love that that was like a new category of men. So if any of you guys are out there and by whistleblowers, I mean lifeguards or referees. (laughs) I just watched a TED talk with a referee. If you... If you this guy were a referee in- that was witnessing behavior and corruption and you called it out, you'd be a whistleblowing whistleblower. That's fucking deep, Deep, dude. man. All right. Let's... You just blew my mind. I mean, I, the, the, the Lady Gaga thing, I guess it did matter to me because you're saying that she is finally... Like, she met a guy that has nothing to do with the business. And nothing to do with the business. Uh, helps cancer patients. no Matt James. Is what you're saying? I mean, I don't compete like that. I don't do Bachelor that. Bachelor Matt James, who still has not looked at or responded to my DM, definitely has seen that he received one. So he's not interested, in, and um, and that's okay with me. Can you blame him? No. <laughs> I cannot. I'm wearing a shirt that says bras suck, and I'm wearing a bra with it. That I know. I, know, I tried to... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I went to see if you had a bra on because of the shirt. Because it's a yeah. see-through shirt. It's a great not shirt I got from tits, uh, Balesa. Balesa yeah. is a porn uh, uh, site that I love. And it's like really, it's like the Netflix of porn. And um, they sent me a bunch of vibrators and also a shirt that says <laughs> bras suck. And I love it. Um, all right. Let's uh, move on. We're going on, Dale. It's time to introduce a new segment on the Nikki Glazer podcast. This one is called... Yesterday, I learned uh, that is a uh, common Reddit. I guess I first saw it on Reddit, but there's a great subreddit called Yesterday, I Learned that just presents like information that you can't believe you went your whole life without knowing or something very interesting that was like sitting right in front of you the whole time. And um, it's just worth noting. Um, So let me say that this wasn't yesterday exactly, but on, I believe, Friday night, I watched uh, the first... 25 to 30 minutes of the new Netflix documentary, Seaspiracy. Um, number one, everyone's saying, why wasn't it called Conspiracy with S-E-A at the end? And it's because my friend told me that um, the either pro- producers or the creator said that if I name it Conspiracy with S-E-A, when I say Conspiracy, I always have to say Conspiracy S-E-A. Because when you say it, it doesn't. So everyone's going like, why would they name it Seaspiracy, which is terrible, is a bad name. So it's Seaspiracy. I watched it. Um, I didn't want to, but it's one of those documentaries that's like, someone goes, 
I said something about it on Instagram or whatever, and they go, why are you watching that if you already are vegan? Like, it's just just to reaffirm. And I'm like, because it's teaching me new information to further enforce my, like, once you're Christian, do you stop going to church? Because you get it. Like, you got to learn. And that's a bad example, obviously, but, or maybe not. But like you just you want more knowledge about the things you already believe in. So I may, I learned a lot and I had to turn it off. I mean, Noah, have you seen it? I don't even know what it's about. Can I honest. just tell you what yeah. I found what did out? You learn? Cause, because a lot of people won't be able to watch this because it really is so upsetting. Um, this guy goes uh, becomes obsessed with like the fact that there's so much plastic in the sea. First of all, there's more microplastics in the sea than there are stars in the Milky Way at this point and microplastics are what the microscopic uh plastic pieces that probably break more down milky way wrappers in this <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> ah, yes that was solid Thank that was you. a nice piece of work appreciate it uh so i learned that you know all these animals are dying with just tons of plastic in them it's just disgusting and and so upsetting and i've contributed to it myself by consuming plastic it's just not good so it goes into this. So let me just get through it. The people who have seen Seaspiracy, you can fast forward this part because you get it. And I've only seen the first half hour. So what I found out is this guy goes to investigate why whaling has now become, like whaling became uh, globally illegal and banned in 1986. Everyone was about saving the whales. Then um, people just started, namely the Japanese, started um, just secretly doing it. And secretly with SEA? Secretly. (laughs) Secretly. Yeah. No, actually, that one's secretly C. Because there is a C at the end. No wonder why no one cared. Um, They started doing it, and it's just more interesting than you think. So this guy goes to this small town in Japan where it's happening, where every year, where every, I don't know how often, but they corral hundreds of dolphins into this cove type area and they murder all these dolphins and it's just like why are they doing this like there's no dolphin meat industry there's no um there's no reason to kill these dolphins so here's what happens first of all they kidnap baby dolphins they're kidnapping baby dolphins because they go for a hundred thousand dollars on the black market to sell to disgusting aquariums in the u.s and worldwide Never, ever visit places that have dolphin or whale shows. I know that it's something that our culture has embraced. Even I wanted to be a SeaWorld trainer when I was a kid. Me too. It is not I'm not good. kidding. I really And I know did. these people care for animals, but it's contributing to, you know, it's like saying I eat like free range hens. Okay, I know you do, but like you are projecting something that um, other people who aren't going to go as far as getting free range hens uh, are still going to just get regular eggs. So whatever. So just don't support these places, you guys. They they get, So they steal these baby dolphins when they crawl, and then they murder all the dolphins that they don't want to steal. And they go, why are they murdering the dolphins? What is the point of murdering these dolphins? And it's because of bluefin tuna, the most pricey fish on the market, which they also fish. These Japanese fishermen are also overfishing, and so they murder the dolphins so that they can then overfish and blame the uh, the blame the dolphins for eating their fish that they're actually fishing. So they murder the do- they overfish, and the amount of fish that they take out of the ocean they blame half of that or however much on the dolphins that they're murdering. So they see the dolphins are competition for 
and they're a scapegoat for them to overfish this already endangered species. So please, for the love of God, stop eating bl bluefin tuna or any tuna. Please, I beg of you, I beg of you, stop eating this tuna at sushi restaurants. That is the most expensive thing on the plate on the menu that you're just ordering so the girl you're with can fuck you later because she thinks you're so impressive because you're ordering a $29 roll. Okay, please don't order it. Um, yeah, and order then I also a blue label scotch instead. Yes, it does the that, same no, thing. No one's hurting anyone with that. But <laughs> I mean, this is this is such. Ins I didn't, didn't get any further because it just kept opening up new things that were just so awful. Like seeing these gentle creatures mm -hmm. who are capable of so much. To, I, it just is. It's so hard to see them stabbed and murdered. Um, uh, and and these and these these boats come in and they make a bunch of noise so that the the dolphins all have to like corral. It's just disgusting practices, which most of the animal, you know, husbandry industry is. Sorry to farmers who do it right. I know you're out there, but I, you know, it most of it is not good. And um, and yeah, it's just like very very upsetting. And that's what I learned. And I also learned last week when we went to Stingray City, which is a popular. Caymanian uh, destination tourist trap stingray city all the tourists dropped off so these stingrays were getting fed so much and relying on these people for food then the stingrays started starving because the in back in last March now they go out there just to feed them we got to go out there because we're here on the island and we saw the stingrays it was so much fun talk about it later but I learned that scallops are often stingray wings that are hole punched just stingrays are hole punched so when you eat scallops a lot of times you're not even eating scallops and uh, just uh, the, the food industry is a goddamn lie. And I, I consume things that are not good for this planet. I am not uh, a saint here, but I really recommend watching uh, 25 minutes of Seaspiracy to just, you know, start thinking about it. Ooh, that was a lot. I just want people to know. No, I know. I just, I didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I love dolphins. So yeah. much. And they fuck for pleasure. I think they also rape. That's the thing about them. <sighs> yeah, now that you say that, mm. fuck them. All right, maybe don't watch it. <laughs> for the final thought, Andrew, let's get back to this kitty cat thing. Casual encounters, Tinder hookups. I know many of our listeners know the answer to this, and this doesn't seem to confound people the way it does me. But when you're meeting up with someone just to have sex, and maybe you both know that, but you haven't talked about it, how does it go where it's just about sex? Like a girl comes over. I haven't or, had many of those. Well, to maybe be not Tinder, but, yeah, but like but an Instagram girl saying. who, like, you know, this is going to be. You've had hookups where yeah, they come so over and you down, know sex is on the like table. Like, I hooked up with a girl in Austin, Texas, where she brought over whiskey and a monster because I told her I didn't drink. And she, we sat down, we started, we had a small talk. I sat on the bed, she sat on the chair by the desk. We talked about, uh, I don't, everything. Like, oh, wow, I came to your show last night. It was so fun. Uh, you were great. I really, you know, uh, and I'm How like, I? oh, what do you do? And, and she's like, oh. Did I, they say anything about me? I mean, I was on the show too. I feel like you just skipped over that part. Yeah, no, we get to that daring to sex. <laughs> And then, like, she said something to me where she was like, like, in this instance, she's like, well, I have, a, I have yoga in, a, in an hour, so 
like I don't really want to talk to you. Like I want to start having sex. Like she kind of put a time okay, limit so on Okay, so then it. what happens? And I go, okay, well, I guess we should get to it. She's like, yeah. And so then she starts drinking. She has like a sip of a whiskey, and then I have a sip of my Monster. And I don't even like Monster that much, but I just. And then we just start having sex, and Wait, then no, she you, never. You went, can't just start having sex. Is there a kiss first? Does she come on you, to you? Do you go over to her? Like, what is the? I want to know the first. She came and sat by the bed. And then, yeah. And you then, just leaned in for a kiss or like, did you start touching each other first? Like, what is the... I think there's a little bit of, of touching on the legs. And then she's like, she's like, all right, come on. I got to get to yoga. <laughs> like, essentially, like she like pushed and I was like, okay. And uh, it was daytime sex. So that was different. But yeah. And then you just get to kissing and you don't even think. Of, and it's like two consenting adults just having a good time where it's just like, it's not even like... A big thing. It's not, it's just like a transactional thing. I always, whenever I have a hookup or like are about that moment of like when we're going to get to it, it's just, that's what's so interesting to me is like who takes the first move of like, and I usually am the one to be like, do you want to like kiss me? Like I, I just got to say, I just want to get to it. Like I just, I just want to give either permission or. I guess when you're meeting up with someone and it's already kind of understood that you're going to get right to fucking, it takes all that like stupid guesswork out of it. Where that it's guesswork's like, the hot part. No, that guesswork's so annoying. I love it's it. like, let's just like be like adults and have sex like dolphins where they're just like, ah, ah, and I'm like, ah, honestly, ah. every single time. Well, every single time, I've never been in a scenario where it's like we're meeting up to have sex unless it's someone I've already had sex with. So that's, you know, not the scenario. But like if it's someone new and it's like we haven't decided that that's the vibe yet, I always have to like call it out. Like very specifically, like either I like you or will you kiss me? Like, you know, I used to have the old line of like we'd be hanging out like a guy that just thinks he's being friend zoned or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to tell you something. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I like you. And yeah. then it just like makes it funny and kind of cuts through. I like bluntness. Like be blunt. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't like this whole thing of like, oh, she said she liked my shirt. No, but Three you know what's ago. so hot is that touch, you know, when you're like, you like someone and you don't know if they like you. So, I mean, I've talked about this extensively, but the guys, the best way to know if a girl would like to be kissed and is okay to maybe be asked to be kissed and likes you romantically is if you gently put your arm next to hers or like a part of your body that can be a flush surface, not just one little point, but like at least like a two inch area of like, sh like arm or leg and you make it so like a piece of paper could maybe even fit be between your, where your skin is touching. Like, but it is touching like it, it, but you could easily slide through like barely touching. And if the girl doesn't move it, she likes you. If she keeps it there and you're both like very aware it's touching. If she leaves it there, that means she likes you. If she moves it, it's the best way to get that confirmation because you lose nothing because it's such an innocuous touch that her rejection won't make you feel like, Oh my God, I just came onto her. But it is an answer of like, she's not ready yet. And if she keeps it there and doesn't move and makes a point not to move, then it's, it's a good sign. You know, what's also cool when yeah. she looks at you and go, I want to fuck you, dude. Cause I got yoga in an hour. <laughs> I think, I mean, that is really hot too, but I, I think it's just, I, I, that's not the kind of <laughs> sex I have. And I like uh, a more, you know, uh, I just like, I like that uh, tension and, and people sent me such great ideas for um, sexual How tension clips. How long do you think you could keep your arm next to my arm where we touch arms until it gets weird? This, I feel comfortable with you because we're such good friends. Like You couldn't look at me in the eyes though, the other day. Like, 
Well, I mean, what about I, touching eye arms? contact is different. I don't like eye contact with yeah. my friends, but touching my friends, like I can touch you. Like I used to not want to because it wasn't our friendship wasn't yeah. as solid and it was still like. Sometimes I'll touch you on the shoulder and you go, don't do that. And I'm like, because well, I'm, just I'm not, your friend. Like, I'm not trying I know, but now, to. That was the old me. Now I'm very comfortable, like, touching you and, like, embracing you. This was three days you. ago. I'm not joking you. I, I It's been within the last three days that I, like, <laughs> am fully embraced it. Cool. That feels sexual. He just touched me on the shoulder. I don't like it. Um, this whole podcast is me just testing you to be like, come on, just put my dick in your mouth. And it's just friends. No, the last the last <laughs> time I had a hookup, I like a first time hookup. Yeah, it started with me going, "Do you want to hold my hand?" Like that innocent. Oh. And it's so it was so good, and it was just like the like that's just like a that's admitting like I want to be close to you, um, without taking it too far. And it's just the it's. I feel the most like you're trying thing. to like relive your past of like and like, I didn't have any hookups in middle school and high school, and so. For whether or not I'm reliving it, I think that's when love and romance is so thrilling and so intoxicating. And so there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel like a teenager again. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, hold hands and uh, dry hump and dry hump and then have sex with one of your and then nine write toys. in your diary and your mom reads it and grounds you. Yeah, well, you should. my mom never read my diary. I would like literally leave my diaries open so my mom could like read them and be like, <laughs> Nick, are you struggling with this thing? But she <laughs> respected my privacy too much and would never leave it. I'd like leave it open on her bed and she'd be like, I never read your diaries when I was cleaning mm. your room. So I'd be like, that's all I wanted you to do, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. guys, we got to go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, hopefully uh, my voice will be a little bit better. No, I Hope like it didn't bother voice. you today. It's very raspy. It's smelly very, cat. Um... Smelly cat. What are they feeding you? Remember when Phoebe on Friends, her voice got, she got a cold and she was like, she liked it, her voice better. Oh no! But you sound like Tom Watts. Waits, Watts. Tom Wait. Watts. Waits. Is it <laughs> waiting? That is. You just said it sounded good, and then you was that a joke? I just no, I like Tom, Tom Waits. Waits' voice. That is the most insult. He's like, 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 like he's a yeah. You're gross. a little raspier. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. And what was the thing we said before? Swells. Swells, baby. <laughs> I haven't swells. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love 
of Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.